0: Welcome back to another episode of the 909 Podcast. Subscribe and share if you like the content. We're on Spotify and Google Podcasts with links in our show description. Our lives have changed a lot over the past few weeks. I have never known my home as intimately as I have since the lockdown started. You know what else I've seen almost every second day? A notification on my phone. Confirm if it's you trying to recover your Gmail account. The frequency of it is a little alarming and I literally am a nobody. So I decided to look into cybersecurity as a topic for today's episode. Google has a threat analysis group. It's a specialized team of security experts that works to identify, report and stop government-backed phishing and hacking against Google and the people who use their products. And here's what they said. Their systems have detected 18 million malware and phishing Gmail messages per day related to COVID-19, in addition to more than 240 million COVID-related daily spam messages. Their security systems have detected examples ranging from fake solicitations for charities and NGOs, to messages that try to mimic employer communications to employees working from home, obviously, and to websites posing as official government pages and public health agencies. Their studies also show that health organizations, public health agencies, and the individuals who work there are becoming new targets as a result of the pandemic. I also came across another interesting cybersecurity threat called Maze. Now, Maze has already been in existence for some time. It was initially called ChaCha and is a ransomware. The main goal of a ransomware is to crypt all files that it can on an infected system and then demand a ransom to recover those files. However, the most important characteristic of Maze is the threat that the malware authors give to the victims, which is if they do not pay, the authors will release the information on the internet. Right now, the most famous case of Maze is Cognizant. If you haven't heard of the IT services company, that's all right. In 2018, they only clocked in $16 billion in revenue. The ransomware attack has affected the organization so badly that in a company filing with the US's Securities and Exchange Commission, they said that the attack has caused and may continue to cause an interruption in parts of our business and may result in a loss of revenue and incremental costs that may adversely impact our financial results. And if you think cybersecurity is a problem only organizations have to deal with, you'd be wrong. I'm going back to Google now, and if you're on Chrome, update it. Google stated there are more vulnerabilities that could affect the 2 billion people using the browser. The thing is, this pandemic is changing the nature of a lot of elements of our lives, and cyber criminals are trying to capitalize on it. Deloitte's Cyber Intelligence Center released a report where it stated that they have observed a spike in phishing and ransomware attacks as attackers are using COVID-19 as bait to impersonate brands, thereby misleading employees as well as customers. This will likely result in more infected personal computers and phones as well. Not only are businesses being targeted, end users who download COVID-19 related applications are also being tricked into downloading ransomware disguised as legitimate applications. And this gets even more interesting. Let's look at what the World Economic Forum had to say. They say that a vast majority of cyber attacks, and by some estimates almost 98%, deploy social engineering methods. What is social engineering? Social engineering is a use of deception to manipulate individuals into divulging confidential or personal information that may be used for fraudulent purposes. In a crisis situation, particularly if it's prolonged like the one we're in right now, people tend to make mistakes they would not have made otherwise. Online, for instance, making a mistake in terms of which link you click on or who you trust with your data can cost you dearly. The other possibility, according to the WEF, is that more time online could lead to riskier behavior. For example, users could fall for free access to obscure websites or pirated shows, opening the door to likely more malware and attacks. All doom and gloom? Fear not. Here's what you can do, aside from telling your friends about this podcast. Check that you have a long, complex router password for your home Wi-Fi and that system firewalls are active on your router. Ensure you're not reusing passwords across the web. A password manager is a fantastic investment and you should consider it. Also use a reliable VPN for internet access whenever possible. I'm linking recommended password managers and reliable VPNs in the show notes. Be more careful than usual when installing software and giving out any personal information. Don't click on links from email when signing up to new services. Verify the source of every URL and ensure the programs or apps you install are the original versions from a trusted source. The WF goes on to say that just as you pay attention to trusted sources of data on the spread and impact of COVID-19, be sure to update your system software and applications regularly as well to patch any weaknesses that may have been exploited. If at any stage you feel that the advice you're being given sounds bizarre, including what I'm saying, whether the virus threat is offline or digital, search the internet to see whether others have similar concerns, and look for well-known sites that can help verify The legitimacy of any information you get. Still not convinced cybersecurity is a big deal? In a worst-case scenario, according to the WEF, broad-based cyber attacks could cause widespread infrastructure failure that take entire communities or cities offline. It'll obstruct healthcare providers, public systems, and networks. Nope, that's not me reiterating the plot of live free or die hard. The movie, incidentally, is based on a Wired magazine article by John Carlin. And John Carlin, for those who are not in the know, also wrote a book about Nelson Mandela and rugby that was the inspiration for Invictus. That's your trivia fix and the conclusion for this episode. So as you can see, cybersecurity is a big deal, so stay safe online, folks. and. I'll link to some really recommended uh, sources in the show description. And if you found this episode interesting, subscribe to the channel, share it with your friends. I'll be back soon with another episode. Until then, stay safe, stay indoors. I'll talk to you soon.